right, this is YOY. I'm Andrea Salenzi. Thank you so much for tuning in. I have a special guest coming up in a second, our dear friend, Randy. But first, I have to let you know that the National Weather Service has issued a flood warning for the following counties and areas, Morris, New Jersey, and Somerset, New Jersey, at 5.47 p.m. on April 30th, 2014, effective until 11.47 p.m. All right. So um, joining me on the phones now. Hey, Randy, are you there? Hello. Randy, are you there? Hello. Randy, hey. Hello, Andrea. <laughs> Did you hear my uh, weather announcement? I feel very official. I've never had to read one of those before. I know, that's scary. Is that the type <laughs> of thing NPR usually announces? Just this, this is an NPR. This is on WFMU. Listen, first of all, I want to thank you uh, for apologizing for the debacle down in Panama City. I that wouldn't was, really uh, say I apologized. I just yeah. Well, that, I'm being facetious. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> do your listeners know what you uh, did to me down there? I mean, I broadcast our last segment, which took place. Um, you were on vacation, spring break. You were kind of right. down and out. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I got ripped out of two hundred fifty dollars by a guy named Boardwalk Billy. I I, that, I wouldn't yeah. really blame Boardwalk Billy. I mean, you gave a guy named Boardwalk Billy some money to. Um, to show you people doing it on the beach using drones? Using drones. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, yeah. quite frankly, if someone came up to you and said that, wouldn't you have paid money for that? No. Well. There's the internet. Right. I would just I would just Google people doing it on the beach dot com. Well, fine. But regardless, I was down there totally on my own. I was like floating out there. I was in a horrible motel. I had a fun truck back to Tallahassee to get back to New York. Um, all I needed was money. All I needed was 200 or so dollars. And I am to never going to wire you money. I'm just never going to do it. Meanwhile, I had to take a van back, an airport van with a bunch of specials on there. Um, you love specials. You've done it with specials. No, I, uh, well, you should have seen the dude <laughs> sitting next to me. Yeah. A real, yeah. Man oh, about down, God. if you know what I mean. He was. Very I don't, you have to be respectful to people if you're going to be on this show. Well, whatever. So anyway, the whole point was, and then, then you had to mock me on Twitter. Did not. Was, yeah, you did. All right. So how many followers do you have? How many friends do you have on Twitter? I am almost to 2,000, and I'm very right. proud how of my... How many do I have? You're a little under 30,000. That's right. I know. <laughs> That's right. Now, did <laughs> yeah. my friends go You're after you? kind of you? blowing up upset? on Twitter. Everyone can follow Randy at Randy is demand. Were my friends upset with you? For what? For not... Oh. Yeah. No, I don't... I just... I'm just never going to wire you money or anyone money. I just don't wire money. I was on my last legs, and all I was asking for was a little bit of help. I reached out, and you slapped it away. But anyway, regardless, you did apologize, and I want to thank you for that. Yeah, sure. So what's going on? I mean, do you have me on the show now? Because you, I know, you, you I'm ran sorry. out of things. No, I, mean, I know. Ratings it, dipping or something? I know this was like super last minute, but my guest canceled this week. Um I had a guest lined up, and she did not want to do the show because she started listening back to the archives of YOY, and she does not like you. Oh, come on. No, I'm really serious. What does she not like? She, um... Did she you just, send her a picture? No, you're right. That probably would have changed her mind because you're, you're a good-looking guy. But she just is not a Randy fan. Some people are Team Randy. Some people aren't Team Randy. Well, they just don't know. I am Team Randy. Quite frankly, you're editing it in such a way as to make me appear less 
attractive to people. It's very unfair. And I'm That's glad why that I'm glad you're joining. Now yeah. Nothing can be changed or tweaked or whatever you do over there to change yeah. the way that I, I really Which am. is why I have to ask you to please not go on too long about anything, you know, because we only have an hour here. And usually when I'm editing, I'm making, you know, I'm stopping you from going on too long. So Are you asking for money tonight again? No, thank God. <laughs> no, the you marathon's over. I did great. People are getting their tote bags. Please send me your tote bag photos. I love them. They are so attractive. That was pathetic to see you grovel for dough like that. I, you know, I used to listen to Q107 in Maryland growing up and never heard anyone ask me for money. And people would send it in to you. I was crazy. But maybe yeah. they'll send in more tonight. Well, that'd be well it's cool. not to me. You know, it's to the station. But no, no, we're not asking for money tonight. Hey, listen, I got my uh, teeth whitened. Last time I talked to you, you said they were brown. You said they look as brown as an old man's shoes, right? Well, I think that that's what was working right. against you on spring break because the black lights bring <laughs> out the yellow teeth. It couldn't have worked yeah. against me too much because I bagged a couple of... Um, Sorority well, girls, three of them. and a B minus. Yeah. yeah, and a B minus. But, two of them um, were from a couple, dork fraternity. Couple. No, one was from a dork fraternity. Two were from a Jewish sorority. Right. Yeah, Sorry. sorority. And they were from the same sorority, and they didn't know what had happened. Maybe they talked later. I don't know. But well, I did they probably okay both got for... the same um, infection after seeing you. So uh, that could be a part of it. How well, they that's could the thing. I mean, it. the teeth look good now. So here's one of the things I want to do now that we're back on good terms. Rocky is playing the musical, and it's supposedly really, really good. And I was wondering if you would go see it with me. You, maybe you can even turn into a radio show or something. I don't know. I'm really busy now. I have a new job, and it's just going to be a crazy month for me. Even my grandma invited me to go see Rocky, and I turned her down. So well, maybe, that would be great. I mean, I'll maybe we could wait a couple I, months I until... Cheap place. What do you mean a new job? I, you, you're working at the, uh, NP, the station there, right? I don't work for NPR. I used to work for WFMU, and now I have a new job um, with a new podcast. So... Oh. I don't, I don't know what happened really. I know it happened really suddenly, but that's why I'm doing all live shows for this month and maybe next month too, just while I get like, you know, my stuff together. But eventually I'll be back to making the really complicated shows so I can edit you down and make you more likable somehow. Wait a second. What? <laughs> I'm teasing See, you. This is, well, this is exactly what I'm talking about. If I'm not likable, why have me on the air? I don't understand. Andrew. We're learning from you. I learned from you. You learned from me. We're both going to be better people through the process. I'm not but a perfect person. I'll admit yeah. that. I got into a fight recently on the uh, five train. I'll admit that. What? Um, wait. What happened? Well, have you been reading about the wash Redskins? How they they're claiming it's racist and all that? Not claiming. I think it is. All right. Well, they're claiming it is. And I grew up a Skins fan. All right. And I grew up when they were champions. I'm a proud fan, all right? So I was wearing a Redskins jacket. Um, it was rush hour. And I <laughs> got it in Chinatown. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was, I thought it was kind of cool. It, you know what? If I wore it in D.C., it would have been a big hit. It was an Indian scalping a Dallas Cowboys fan. No. It was bloody. And it, no. Well, so some, you know, do, Dudley Do-Right decided to uh, take offense at that, and I had to um, take care of the situation. I don't think it's a Dudley Do-Right. I just think it's a normal person who noticed and was, like, reasonably offended by it. 
Well, he was all lip and no drip because what happened was I, I went, as soon as he said something, he said that's offensive, and I and I just launched into. You see, when someone when, when I get into altercations, just this has happened a few times in New York, you got to go on the offensive really quick. So he didn't know what hit him. I didn't touch him, but I, I went after him, and he by the by the end he was blubbering. Blubbering. Okay. Crying, crying. Oh my god. So that happened, but that's not everything that's happened. I've had other things happen as well since we've last talked. What was it? Five weeks ago or so? Yeah. How's um April? Mostly uh, a lot of good stuff. A yeah. lot of good stuff happened. Um, I, I left my job at Quiznos. Oh right, they're going bankrupt. So wait, were you were you asked to leave or did you decide to leave? Well, I was asked to leave. Yes. Okay. Um, Did you get a cool severance? No. Okay. Um, well, do you want to hear the whole story? Of course, yeah. Are, are you just saying that, or do you want to hear? You're, um, I do want to hear the f- full story. Okay, I all really right. Do. So, all right. Um, April, you know, I just want to let you know that your, your phone, yeah, your phone's breaking up just a little bit. So I want to encourage you to head towards the window or, um, if you were in a room earlier in the call, go back to that room. Well, I'm using a landline. I just put on the microwave, making some mac and cheese. Maybe that was, I'll turn it off. Mmm, microwave, mac and cheese. Um, okay, go on. So you know about April, she's my escort. We go out to see movies Sunday night, right? So... We went, this is a few weeks ago, we went to see, this is not my choice, believe me. She wanted to see um, the Fro- Frozen, the Disney movie. Okay. So she just turned 32, and to surprise her, I met her at the movie theater, and I bought her a giant panda, you know, one of those things you can buy that they're just huge, you can barely lift it up. And I bought her flowers, and she thought it was cute. So we went into the movie theater, and we're watching this. Have you seen this movie? Frozen, No. It's horrible. It's it's absolute garbage. I mean, supposedly it's based on some famous story. Um, I doubt that. And it was almost like it was the, the cartoonists were improvising as they were doing it. But I will say this, that Eliza, who was the, one of the characters, um, there's two main characters. There's a princess and her sister. The princess was hot, slamming. She was hot. Wait, she's animated, though, right? What? I mean, I thought she was animated. Isn't this an animated film? She is animated. But I'm just saying she's really hot. For, I'm just um, never attracted any, to anything animated. A, a hot cartoon character. Okay. Anyway, it, it lasted forever. It was endless. But April loved it, put her in a good mood. So we, we hit Dave and Buster's apps afterwards, which we normally do. We brought the giant panda. And she got blackjack barbecue chicken and ribs. I got the sweet barbecue sauce with uh, chicken as well. Got some pretzel dogs, a lawnmower salad. It was, it was awesome. It was balls to the wall. And then we, we ended it with a ginormous brownie, brownie sundae. And I'm friends with the manager, Rich. Um, so he um, threw in some sugar donut holes. This guy actually is, is funny. He, he, he traveled around for a year uh, following Rusted Root. You ever hear of that band? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So... Um, and you just know great... people at all the restaurants you go to in Times Square. Yeah. No, I like I like food. I, I like good food. I like to go out. I like to try different things. So we went there, and it was awesome. And then we went back to my place, and we did it. And I blasted the new Aerosmith CD, which I love, Music from Another Dimension. Thank you. And um, then we, we 
were nude afterwards, just hanging, chilling, talking. We watched uh, the Master Chef Junior on demand, which was awesome, which was romantic. And um, what else? We, we watched Hangover Two, which was funny in parts. But there was. Do you, have you seen is this her, movie, Hangover Two? Is her hourly rate the same? If you guys are watching movies or yeah, doing it? It, it, it doesn't change, but it's fine. I'm I'm doing fine. But Hangover Two is an interesting film. It has it has a way too much P and not enough V. Really? Way too much P. I think it's a funny I, movie. Well, I'm not really into the P scene, if you know what I mean. Okay, and I just want to remind right, you so, that but we're anyway, on live that's radio. Not what happens. So yeah. we did it, and then she's feeling a little bit, you know, like she wants to go some more. And it's not a money-making thing with her. She, I mean, she genuinely likes me. Aww. So she, one of her things is she likes. She's always wanted to do it with me in my office, and I never really wanted to. Oh no. Wanna, yeah. All right. So we went to my office former office now we were doing it in the kitchen no yeah. and just to remind people you are, didn't work yeah. at quiznos making sandwiches you worked at quiznos in like the copy department right right no, this, is, this is headquarters yeah and it's, i swear to you it's 4 a.m no. what this woman was doing cleaning at this time from what i heard she she comes like oh 10 or 11 this woman comes in she only speaks mexican she looks terrified Spanish. She starts screaming. Well, I should also say, too, we were using some of the food from the fridge. No. I just want the um, story to stop. So okay. she came in, and then she was going crazy. Oh, I my said, God. oh, no, 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 no. Please, please, please don't tell me. She couldn't understand a word I was saying, obviously. I was handing her money, and she thought, uh, you know, like I was trying to come on to her, and I was pulling out my pants, and she was no. running down. Run- it was awful. But I thought, she can't speak English, so nothing's really going to happen. Well... Being who she was, she went and told my a boss, not my boss, one of her bosses, who then told someone else, who then told my boss, who wasn't truthfully. I think secretly he was kind of impressed, but he had to make a show of being upset. You can't, you know, have sex with your anyone, yeah. really, but especially no, an escort really in the office kitchen. Did he? Ha- at- he didn't know it was an escort, though, right? I mean. Well, he does know it's an escort. I'm not ashamed of the fact it's an escort. I mean, it's. it's Nothing to be ashamed of. So he was upset, and truthfully, though, that really wasn't the last the straw. The last straw was oh that, God. first of all, let me just back up and say this guy is an absolute idiot. I have pitched an amazing amount of ideas uh, to this place, and they have funny ideas that would have been huge hits. And I'm, sh- I'm sure Chipotle would have taken it or anyone else would have taken it. Maybe they still will take it. But these were good ideas and he you know, has never shown any interest in, in my creativity. Well, I mean, isn't that what a good editor does is, you know... Well, exactly. He, he should. He should. Yeah, you have to have an eye for this stuff. He doesn't. He has nothing. So, um, what happened was I was accused of stealing a laptop, a company laptop. Okay. And that's pretty it, that's it, serious. It sounds more complicated than it is because what had happened is my I have a Dell. It's about ten years old. And I mucked it up. I jammed it up somehow. It's it's like I don't know if they're viruses or what. It's just a lot of crazy things from I think it was from this Eastern European porn that I like. Oh. Um, and it's really, uh, quite frankly, I don't want to take it anywhere because I don't want the people to download it, you know, the people who fix it and find out what's on there. So, I, as you know, I like to write poetry. I like to write a lot of things. And I thought, well, what am I going to write on? I'll just take a, a company laptop. 
Well, they freaked out when they found out, like I was, you know, accused me of stealing it, doing this and that. So all I needed really was one more warning, and um, that, that should have run. Hey, hey, you mode. can't um, say that, that P word. P- what? Yeah, the, um, it blanked you off. You can't say that word. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, here's what I'm saying. I had these, these cameras. What are you talking about? Um, so we just, I just, I had to beep you right there. So I just want to let you know for some reason, um, when you, whatever, anyway, listen, so I, I, these campaigns that I had at Quiznos, did I tell you these are three amazing campaigns? I'm going to tell you them real quickly. Uh, It was, one was for turkey, bacon, guacamole. Holy guacamole. And then the kid says, holy guacamole, eat it slowly. Mm. And then there's one for um, a kid's turkey and cheese. Okay, so then the tagline was going to read, please, geez. And then the mother says, so easy to appease. And then there was one for chicken, bacon, ranch, flatbread. And there's a, there's a, there's a guy from like the 18th century. He's a monk um, for the Middle Ages, and he's holding this flatbread. And he's looking at the camera. He has a little halo over his head. And he's, and he's looking at the camera, and it says, remember when they thought the world was flat? Yeah, I think we went so, over these at some point. This is super yeah. familiar to me. Right. I you I just can't believe you've been holding on to this grudge against this guy for so long, and I just I can't believe you are so also aren't feeling kind of some personal remorse. You know, you made a mistake here. You should have. Well, how would I make a mistake? I mean, I wasn't bothering a soul. We were both very quiet. I know, but it's we a both workplace. Had, had our shoes on. We weren't scuffling around in there. Um, it's a workplace, the, the, so you can't do that at a workplace. It, we didn't even put on the light. We put on the light from the refrigerator. That wouldn't make so a it difference. it wasn't even like the overhead light was on. You knew the company policies. You knew that that would get you in trouble. Well, I'm and sorry. Along did I, did those I lines, see that in the book when I joined up? It says no making love in the kitchen at 4 a.m. I mean, I thought, it was, I thought this would be in the gray zone, and it obviously was not. But um, quite frankly, it was a laptop. And also, quite frankly, I think they were... The problem with humor is that everyone wants to be the funny guy, and I'm, I was a funny guy, at Quiznos, and everyone else wants wants wanted to knock me off my my perch, right? So everyone's a comedian, like you made everyone's a, mistake, a jokester, though. and I think, quite frankly, they were jealous. Okay. I just I I as a friend, I hope that at some point you reflect on this and you say, "Oh, I made a mistake." You know, I've lost jobs in the past, and I felt like I made a mistake, and I just. I hope that someday you look back and you say, oh, right, I will never bring, I will never have sex in the workplace again, Can and I, I will never take, I'll never take a computer without asking. Can I ask you a personal question? And there's a reason that I'm asking this. I really okay? don't. Okay, sure. How many times have you done it since we've last talked? Um, Do you keep a record? I don't keep a record, no. What's the number? I don't know. Um... I'm just I'm doing it a few times a week now. I'm, wow. I'm dating a guy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's it's all been all right. the same all right. person. But there's a reason I'm asking. I'm, right, I'm going to write you a poem. Really? I, want, I, yeah, I need to find out certain things. I okay. I need to find out certain things. By the way, I wrote you. I wrote a poem. Wait. So you're going to do what? a poem about how many times I've I've maybe done well, it? Well, th- no, not about that, but that'll be in there. Okay. I wrote a poem. For, you asked me to do this last time after I, everyone was sending yes, you money for I some like, reason. Yeah. You asked me to send a, write a thank you poem. Oh, yes. I would know. Yeah. Everyone, can Randy's I, can I read been, that? Yes, please. Randy's been working okay. on a thank you poem for everyone. All right. This is it. called, well, I, I didn't name it. Hang on. I wrote this. I'll yeah. name it. We can name it when you're done. All right. 
Khmer donor, I'd ask, I'm sorry, Khmer donor, I'd kiss you if I knew you. Thanks for helping out Andrea. Would you kiss back too? I want to thank you for giving Andrea cash, for taking some extra dough from out of your precious stash. That was nice of you. I wouldn't have done it, but that's cool. Thanks again for giving, even while you're busy earning a living. Truth be told, the radio station is a dump, and I like a full road out there like a chump. So they really need a lot of stuff. Working there must be incredibly tough. Dirty walls, filthy floors. They're always looking for more. Maybe a fresh coat of paint. Giving them money kind of makes you a saint. You gave money to a good cause. Write me at my Twitter address, Randy Demand. Is Better demand. yet, send me some photos if you can. And can has two ends, meaning but. <laughs> Isn't that good? Uh, that's great. I love that. You should. I, I found a next career for you. I think you should work for Hallmark next. Well, I didn't want to say anything. I, I have big news. I have big news and I have bigger news. I'm not going to give you the biggest news. The big news is I sold a book. Okay. You're not going to give me the biggest news, but that's no, what we're here to no, do. We have a whole you'll hour. You'll find out eventually. But the book, uh, which I sold for a good sum, um, first of all, I need you to sign that paper that I sent you that gives me permission to write this book because this, I, I first appeared on your show and some of these jokes were on your show. So if you just sign that, I'd appreciate it. I need to really look it over. So you need to actually send me the papers and then you can't you know, just tell so that, me to sign well, something you, without showing me what it is. That'd be good. But the book is going to be called something like Randy's Rules. Who, and the who's agent the and I were talking about this, and he thinks that um, it could be a funny piece, but also helpful. You know, guys who don't really... Who's your agent? I can't say. He's not one did of those cheapsters who charges did... you to read submissions. This guy came after me, after hearing me on your show. That's why i got to get you to sign that form. So if you could sign it, I'd appreciate it. But the book is going to be called something like Randy's Rules. Isn't okay. that good? I can't believe that the agent would approach you for a book and not me. I mean, oh, Andrea, my show. I have thirty thousand friends on Twitter. <laughs> How many friends do you have? Oh my God. I have two thousand almost. Right. I'm okay. Twenty-five away. Uh, you know, a lot of but, publishing just has to do with being able to yeah. market yourself, and this guy figures I'm going to be really, really good at that, and I have okay. to agree with him. Do you? Has he asked you to pay him any amount of money so far? Um. No, he didn't. Um. Is that may come up in the future? He said, but right now. It's good to go. And okay. he said that there's there's been, he sold it to a publisher, and the paperwork is being done. That's why I need you to sign the paperwork, giving me permission for the book. You have to send me the paperwork. I have an email address. You know it. All right. So the book is going to be called yeah. you know, Randy's Rules, and okay. it, it's going to be helpful um, in, in different ways. I don't know. I'm just trying what to What are your rules? What, like, what what's the focus? Your rules well, like, for picking right, up women? How to tell or? the color of a girl's pubes, right? Most guys don't know. It's, do you know? You look at her hair. You look at her eyebrows. It's like a key to a map. Okay. Aren't the eyebrows usually the same color? Oh, I guess she might dye her hair. Good point. This is good. Thank I like you. this. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, never date a chick who's super, super close with her mom. Why not? I, get, I dated a chick once who, as we were doing it, is talking to, with her mom on the phone. Yeah, that's not good. Right. Um, so that's is that its oh, own here, chapter? Okay. Want to get laid? Mention your first animal. Oh. Yeah. So it's cute and it's fun, and I think um, 
it, it'll be a hit, not just with men, but with women too. And it'll be part funny and then part just, you know, informational. I am so happy for you. Like, I'm just really happy for you. Thanks. So if you could sign that thing, I'd appreciate it. I will. I will. Um, Is there an update on um, the Zambanskis and Millennial Blues, your comic strips? Okay, I'm glad you mentioned that, the Zambanskis. Well, I I took a bus down, a bolt bus down to D.C. to meet with the Washington Post Writers Group. It's a syndicate, and they expressed an interest in both Millennial Blues and the Zambanskis. And the guy I met with, a guy named Alan, was a real idiot. He had no sense of humor, had no connection with young people. So they passed on it, which was good, because then I got a call from UPI, which is another syndicate, saying they want to um, to run both of these. Well, they want to see it first, but they're really interested. Did I tell you about these, these strips? Uh, one is Millennial Blues, mm-hmm. which is it's like Kathy, but it's male, and it, and it has to do with 20-somethings. And... Um, the other one is Zombianskis, which is a, it's a family of zombies who live in the suburbs. Yeah, I think they're both brilliant. I'm, I Thanks. really love both ideas. And I can't believe no one's done them yet. So I just, I'm happy that, that you're going to be the guy. All right, so some of these jokes that I want to go down with, can I, can I read you some of these jokes? Mm-hmm. All right, so the Zombianskis, like, they're going out to a restaurant, right? And then outside the restaurant, there's a sign that says, no arms, no legs, no problem. So that's one. And then Good. another one um, will end with someone sleeping, and then one of the zombies will say, are you dead or just happy to see me? Good. Now, the that's third that's a that very common line, and you took a very zombie take on it. Yeah. Good. Well, suburban zombies, that's important. Um, so the millennial blues is like, have you seen Girls? I, I'm a huge fan. We've yeah, talked so this about is Girls, this. but for boys, for the newspaper. And um, you got Benny, who's 26. He's the partier, and he wants to be a rock musician. He writes a lot of cool lyrics, and he loves blueberry pie. Then you got Stewie, who's 28. He's the nerd of the group. He loves to read Russian novels. Like um, We've talked about this, and I just feel like it's too much backstory for the characters. I just feel like you can't get that across in a, in a four-panel or three-panel or five-panel. I don't know how many panels you're thinking, but... Well, I'm not done. Betty is 21. She's a major league hottie. She hooks up with Benny. Stewie has a crush on Betty and tries to impress her through various tricks, like yo-yo tricks, magic tricks, things like that. But that's Millennial Blues. And then the third one, which I haven't told you about, I'm really excited about, is called Animal Quackers. And it's talking animals, group of animals, and they live in a group home in Williamsburg. And they all talk except for the parrot. There's a parrot. The parrot doesn't talk, but all the other animals talk. So it's sort of ironic and different. And um, anyway, I'm excited about those. So imagine that. I mean, if I have a syndicated strip, at least one of those will sell. I have the book. Then I have the bigger surprise, which I can't tell you at the moment. Those things are going well. And um, quite frankly, I do What's have to, I mean, surprise? it hurts me to say this, but I have to thank you for putting me on the air um, a couple times, including tonight, because it does spread out my brand, and um, that is why I have 30,000 friends on Twitter. And everyone should go follow you at Randy is Demand. It cracks me up. You are so funny on Twitter. I think you get Twitter in a way that a lot of people don't. Oh, really? Thank yeah. you. But also, you should mention my, my, my mail, which is number one lover 453 at, at yahoo.com. Yahoo. Okay. Um, now, Randy, do you remember when I 
when I ask, like we were talking once and I said, um, who's your best friend in the whole world? And I was expecting mm. that you would say it was me, but you didn't. I don't remember who I said it. Noah? Yeah. Noah. Noah the boa. <laughs> Tell Noah me. the boa and I worked <laughs> in uh, Maryland yeah. together uh, at an office supply store called Poke, Poke Office Supply. This guy was nuts. This guy, w- women, customers would sleep with him. <laughs> They'd come in the store and he'd say, yeah, you can have whatever you want. You've got to sleep with me first. So they would sleep with him and walk out with files, no. desks. No. Yeah. Oh, I swear. This guy was <laughs> nuts. Well, yeah. you know what I did is I, I tracked him down. On, uh, I went through your Facebook friends and I found Noah. No. And I've been talking with him. I hope that's okay. What? And um, you won't believe this, but he's actually joining us on the phone now. Welcome to YOY, Noah. Andrea. How's it going? Oh, uh, hey. Uh, I have Randy here, just so you know. He's also Noah on the line. Noah the Boa. It's been so oh, long, Randy. bro. What up, Randy? Um, <laughs> wow. What, what, hey, uh, Noah, we got to talk about O-City. Uh, Noah the Boa and I used to go to um, this bar called Big Peckers. And we used to party our A's off there. And there was me, Noah, and a guy named Shane Lewis, and we were known as the Big Pecker Trio. <laughs> the what? The Big Pecker Trio. Oh, okay. Yeah. When's this going to be on the radio? Right now. So you got to watch your language, like I told you. And um, and oh, we're, we're on, like, wait. right now. So tell people like, to... Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. I'm nervous, man. I ain't never been on the radio. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, I, you know, Randy broke here on the station, and maybe you're the next next big WFMU star. Did you hear oh, Randy man. got a book deal? What? No, I ain't talked to Randy in a, in a while. No, uh, um, a lot has happened since you last saw me, bro. I'm not kidding. Yeah. What's it? What? Uh, what book? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's called Randy's Rules. Got a lot of fun stuff. All right, here's one. Um, how can you tell the color of a girl's pubes oh man i don't know <laughs> just look at her eyebrows it's like a key to a <coughs> map sorry sick yeah no i'm not sick so what's going on Noah? where are you are you in maryland <laughs> oh no <laughs> no i'm in my um i'm in my truck right now in uh, maryland no man down in uh, fort lauderdale you know where i'm from you all right? Yeah, you know things. Things all right. Uh, I've I'm just been down here for a while. You know, I think you. I mean, we ain't talked in a while, but you know how things went down, and uh, you know, I've been staying in this um, structured living residence center, uh, what they call it. I can't really talk on the phone there because we got to share a phone. And um, wait, so I, I don't know what that a, is. What is that? I bought a friend's cell. What's that? What's a, I don't know what a structured living residence center is. Is that like, like a retreat? I, it's like a fancy term, I guess, for a halfway house. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I, yeah, no, you, you know, I'm, ha- I'm getting yeah. myself back together. I, I spent a little time away in the, you know, Broward County Jail, and I had some issues and stuff, and uh, I don't know. Randy, you probably know about some of those, but... uh yeah, but bro, that's between us, you know. I mean, whatever happens is water under the bridge. Yeah, I guess. Are you okay? Huh? We had some fun. You want to tell her about um, the? Uh... <laughs> we did have some fun. We did have some fun, man. Yeah. Shane Lewis, 
Shane Lewis, the one got in touch with me. He no, told me about what? this show you're doing, and then uh, put me in touch with Andrea, and uh, <laughs> so you know we're on the radio, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, we, me and me and Randy and Shane used to go to pig, big peckers, and uh, man, we used to get drunk. Where was this? Where were you guys what living? What? Where were you guys living? Where were we time? living? Yeah. We were, we were, well, I met Randy when we work at the office supply store. Uh, this and is back we, in Maryland. So we, we weren't living together or anything. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we were we were up in that area. You know, but we go down the, we go down, they call it the little OC, um, Ocean City. Oh, okay. That's yeah, wild. Washington City, Maryland, not not New Jersey, which is horrible. But no, we just go down to Vita. No, Maryland was the place. No, man, no, back no. then we used to, oh, man, we were all over the boardwalk. Yeah, Randy we used to take these bumper to boats in these man-made lakes. It was crazy. We used to get he, drunk and do Randy that. Andrew used to get drunk, and then he would dance around to that song by the spin. What is it? The spinning doctors. Um, spin spin doctors. doctors. Pocket full of kryptonite. <laughs> Oh man, you used to sing that. You sing that so loud. That was some good times. I did like them. Actually, I still like them. I just got the no the new um, Aerosmith CD. It's really good. You should check it out. Who? Aerosmith. Oh yeah, man, I like them. They're still at it, man. They're still going at it. Yeah, they're still going strong. (laughs) Oh yeah, I remember them days. This is such a nice moment. You guys reconnecting and. Um, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we had a, I can't believe you found him. It's been so long. Truthfully, I never run into friends here. No, I'm up, I'm up in New York City. Um, I'm a famous. I'm a writer. I'm a successful writer. I, I write poetry and books, and I appear uh, regularly on the radio. Well, you also just lost your job. You could tell him so, about that. Well, I'll wait, tell wait. you later uh, mm-hmm. about. I remember, hey, he tell you about, he used to dress up as, like a Shakespeare clown or whatever. No, I didn't and, do that. Uh, really? He, no. He'd walk around the boardwalk, <laughs> and he, no. uh, he'd, recite, he'd recite his poetry. What? Like, anybody who would listen, man, he would like, he wanted, I well, the whole thing is he wanted me to follow him with a camera. This uh-huh. is where a bunch of things changed in my life, is when the documentary, um, and he wanted me to follow him around, like, when he was like, yeah, you know about Poetry Slam? Well, we actually, the listeners have heard this once. Randy told us that there was about a month that someone was following him around with a camera, and, and that's part of what, what led me to you, Noah. That's right. It was a documentary that they wanted to make about me. Yeah. Well, yeah, you wanted to make it, and, uh, you know. No, they wanted to make it. Who? I don't understand who wanted to make it, though. Yeah, like, was it a school I, project, or... Well, there, there was the two, the two characters at Montgomery College who, who found me and liked me and thought I'd be fun to be a subject from a documentary. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, I remember you coming to me. You said, uh, I want, hello? Right here. Oh, sorry. Um, you said, I'm not used to these cell phones that like, clicking and stuff. Uh, you, you said to me... Um, Hey man, you you gotta shoot this. You said this is right around the time. Sorry, man, I get all jumbled up. Um, the Blair Witch movie with the um, you remember that Blair Witch movie? Yeah, the, the Blair, Blair Witch, Witch Project. Project. Yeah, you remember how you saw that? You took me to that, 
you must have seen that 20 times, man. You said that. You said, this is going to, this would be bigger than that. We're going to shoot this. I'm going to do my poetry. And then you make this movie for me. And this is going to be big time. You remember saying that to me? I don't remember that now. I know. So this is when you guys were working at the office supply store. Who? How did you guys come to get those jobs? Like, were you both working there? Or just we both worked there. I worked there, and I got Randy the. Well, I didn't get him the job. We started at the same time, but I, you know, roughly. I, I worked there for a little bit, and then um, I used to meet a lot of women there, and uh, it was fun. But I started. I got. I got in trouble. Like. And people started to catch on, so I, I started to date the daughter of the guy who owned the place. And um, it's awesome. What was she like? <laughs> oh man, she's talking about Shelly Noah. Yeah, oh. yeah, I'm talking about Shelly. How's, uh, how's Shelly doing? Oh man, I ain't talked to her in God, man, it's probably been ten years. Whoa. But we got married. Uh, I mean, you know, well. back then. <laughs> Uh, I and I ended up marrying her, and uh, and then you know we had a kid, and uh, and that business was supposed to be mine, and you know uh, her dad, Big Steve, was gonna uh, <laughs> was gonna give me the business, and um, you know we we were gonna have a comfortable life, and then some things changed around. I did make some bad decisions, you know. I I thought I thought this I was gonna help. Randy make this film, and I thought, uh, oh my gosh. you know, I no. thought this was going to be like something that, you know, we we would do and do together. And I I saw potential, you know. I said, Randy, you know, this guy knows how to, he knows how to do a lot of stuff. He makes, you know, he he he's got he talks he talks a good game, you know. And and I believed in that game, and you know, so Andrew, I, this I, is I, not I true. Some, this guy this guy has been like, on drugs for twenty years. Yeah. What what's yeah. that? Noah, you know this isn't true. First of all, I never asked you for money. I never asked you to make a movie. The two guys in Montgomery College wanted to make a movie about me, so don't blame you losing. You lost money in a different way, and you know that. (laughs) Hey, man, listen, let me tell you quickly. There's two guys in Montgomery County uh, College. uh, We we were walking through the campus. You you were playing a little guitar, whatever that thing is. You dress up all Shakespeare. And two guys... You guys said, "Hey, man, was were you making a movie?" And uh, and that that's it. That's the only thing that happened. Then that was we. You were already. You said, "Hey, man, let's make this movie." I, I you didn't make me do anything, man. But like, I I I forged some signatures. I took out a second mortgage and everything. Everything. Did I like cameras or what was this for? Say again. Was this for cameras or lighting or like why? Why well, did the film cost you money? Know, yeah, I had, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't have that equipment. I could use some of it from, you know, public access uh, station, but the, it only goes so far. And then, you know, Randy said that there'd be a big, a lot of promotional PR fund. And uh, was this like yeah. on a VHS? Like, what kind of camcorder? Is this VHS like required tape and stuff? Like, yeah. How, it, it what, was, how um, long ago is this? Yeah, it was. It, you put the, uh, you put. The, the VHS square tape right into the camera. Mm-hmm. Andrea, but do we was, have to have? You know, it's cute that you got him and all, but this was uh, this is going to be my show today. 
So Come if on. you could just hang up on him, I'd appreciate it. This guy is out of his mind. He's I'm horrible. S- I was never really good friends with him. It was just sort of... Oh, Randy, oh, this is like your yeah. backstory, you know? Like, we're going to get to hear about your origins. I would have never found out about this cool Shakespeare thing you used to do. Well, hey, I, I tell me more about Randy. Well, then I got into writing. But the, the whole point is that this show is supposed to be about me and not this goofball. Hey, man, this if there was ever on... a moment about you, I think it's right now, man. Because Noah, this... Noah, what, tell me more about what Randy was like. No, just, it's fine. You know what, it's fine. Andrew, hey. please. I just hey. want to hear what you were like. I just want to hear, like, I'll was, he, what I was, was like. he successful I was, with the ladies? I... Like, you know what he was like? How did hey, the he, film go? He, talked, he had some good poems, and he, he, he could get, like, the girls wouldn't listen to him and stuff. He was good, man. I ain't, listen, I ain't, I ain't put you down there. I, I, nobody put a gun to my head and said, Take out a second mortgage, you know. I didn't ask. Business. I didn't. No, I didn't tell you to take out anything. You I know. wanted to. You wanted you to get said, out of that you business. You wanted me. to make it as a filmmaker because your favorite movies were the Police Academy movies, and you like no, comedy. Now, now you're full of crap. Because Ugh. listen, my favorite movie is Hooper. I got a dog named Hooper. My mm. my favorite director is Hal Needham. He was a stuntman, and he was a director, and he was a writer. He made Hooper. He made uh he made that movie Rad about BMX. You remember that movie? And well, that, that so you wanted you wanted to be you wanted to get out of Maryland. You wanted to be a filmmaker because you thought you had it in you. Well, you didn't because I wanted to get out of Maryland. I wanted to do something artistic, and you know what? I did. I, I achieved it. Where are you now? You're sitting in a car in the, the Everglades. It's a truck. It's 2004 GMC Canyon, mm-hmm. and it's I own it. So you know, I listen. I, I may you know I may be where I am, but but I'm not the one that convinced. You know, said I want to. You know, we're gonna we're gonna make it. Me and you, like we're gonna make it. We're going all the way to Hollywood, and then you know, suddenly I found myself bankrupt, and I ain't seen my son in ten years. Well, no, I, first I, I was twenty three at the time. Twenty three. I was that was a youthful indiscretion. You were what twenty nine, twenty eight. You were way too old to be giving me money like that. Okay, so in retrospect. You shouldn't have given me the money. That's fine. You shouldn't have taken out a second mortgage. But you can't blame me for for what the wreck that has happened with your life. I can't I, help I'm, it that you you haven't seen your son. What does that have to do with me and and Randy hey, Dan the documentary? You turn your back on me. That's all I'm saying. You know, I lost I lost some money. I got into trouble, and then I called you up. And what I get the same thing I'm getting right now. Like, oh no, this guy's crazy. He's on drugs. Man, I ain't never did no drugs. I, hey, at least I wasn't kicked out of the military, right? Oh, well, I wasn't. I, I was an honorable you discharge. You know, you know. I didn't well, know that. First he, of all, who it was, was a general just discharge under because honorable this is really conditions hard due to, to mental issues that interfere with military service. <laughs> you know what happened? I need you guys to be respectful to, to each other. Like, Randy, it was really nice of Noah to make the time to come on YOY tonight and talk to us. So I need you to be nice to him, okay? Well, you know that it was a general discharge. I, I, the only reason I was smart. Because I faked being crazy because I didn't want to parade every day. I was 17 years old. You know that. I didn't know you were in the military. That's not true. He was 22. He started laughing during drills, and they didn't stop laughing. Then they had to put him in the hospital. And he yeah, laughed. Called, he it, laughed it's for called my first months. acting job. What's that? Your first was, acting job? Yeah, my first acting job. And what was the second one? When you bankrupt my family and then my son? I oh, no. Oh, that, well, that's no actor. That's reality, I guess. Yeah, you're the same. You know, I wish I'd made that documentary because then at least everybody would know, for real, in the movie theater, what what the true Randy is. 
know. Andrew, did you know this was going to? Did you did you did you interview him beforehand and say and know that he was going to be talking this jive? We were like, I was talking to him about his dog and. Um, yeah. Right. Hey, listen. He, I, I mean, didn't come we on were, here to talk bad about yeah. nobody. I I don't know what went wrong, but you know, I'm not the one. Look, my wife and son, I ain't seen them, and I miss them. But, you know, at least you can understand what happened there. When when, when I make a mistake, financial problems go wrong. But, Randy... Ooh, I'm crying. Hey, my hey, anus is puckering. Yeah, I don't care, Noah. I really don't about your pathetic hey, life. Hey, what about you? you? You've been through two wives, right? You, you tell them about that? Well, the first one was a null, so no, I was been through one wife, and then second the one had one, a mental breakdown, one, had a mental was, breakdown, and had nothing to do with her. money or anything else. You know that. Hey, the first one was dating dating me when you met her. Her name was Cheryl, and I dodged a bullet, tell, tell you the truth, because she nearly bit your thumb off when you guys, right before you broke up. Hey, you want to you wanna dance, bro? I'll do the cha-cha right in your chooch face. Who are you to come on my show and start talking like my this? My show. It's my show, guys. Hey, this Who are you? Andrea's show, man. I think. You listen. know what? Both of you. You know what? Andrea, forget it. Done. Hey, listen. That's all I need Don't bother calling shot. me anymore. Big shot. No, Tell me you need to, to chill do. out, Randy. This is, Embarrassing. This is fine. Goodbye. We're just Goodbye. learning about you. Goodbye. Hello? I'm still here. Um, looks like Randy hung up. Um, hey, Which listen, is great, because now he, I don't have... He's going to be my guest for the hour. Hey, I'm sorry, man. He's a hothead, and I ain't got nothing to do with that. I know. That's not... That ain't my... Um, well, we knew, th- we knew that this might happen when we were talking on Facebook. I mean, you said that you had stuff, that you wanted to bring up some of this stuff, and he was not going to handle it well. So I appreciate you t- trying anyways. It was really nice. Well, you know, maybe... I, I, look, my forte has never been communication. I got my own issues, you know, Um I had a few beers, and I, it's because I get nervous, you know. I and I ain't talked to Randy, and it's been years, you know. We were we were very good friends, you know. But yeah. like, some stuff happens, and you know he he can't he can't own up to it, you know. He can't. I'm sorry. Hold on. Just, you know, I just I don't got a lot of friends, right? But like, you know when. You try to reconnect. I don't know. Oh, I'm God. sorry, Andrea. You know things. I know. Things. So wait, what it? What do you want to? What do you want to get out of Randy? Because you know you you're he's never going to change. I tried to get him to admit why. Um, you know he just got fired from his job for some very you know clear things that he did wrong, and he can't ever see that he's done wrong. So it's like it's almost like you just have to forget that he's ever going to come around. Yeah. I he's know, just I, you got to never. You can't hold on to hoping that he's gonna get this. I don't. I don't want him. Look, I miss my friend. You know, but yeah. like, I, he. You know, I wish he could just admit that we made some mistakes together. You know, and not like um. You know, not put it on me like I'm crazy or like on drugs. You know, because, I mean, I, I really got excited. He made me excited for what we could do together. You know, like artistically, and then. You know, yeah, I did it. You know, I, I went about it the wrong way to get the monies and stuff. And, like, yeah. I lost my wife and my kid. And, you know, Big Steve, you know, nearly had a heart attack. I ain't seen any of them. That was my family, you know. And, and then it was just, it was, a, it, it was a series of bad decisions. It just went downhill from there. And I kept stealing and I kept making mistakes. And it, it's not yeah. Randy's fault, but, like, 
you know, I the just thing, need somebody, yeah. I just need a friend in that moment. And, well, it sounds know, like you're getting stuff like, together, though. Like, things it? are getting better for you now. Like, you, um, you're telling me about your craft? Your new craft? craft? You, you have a craft that you've been working on? Well, yeah, I've been working, I've been teaching, I've been taking a public speaking course. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And uh, so, I'm, what I'm hoping, I'm hoping to to be I, I would love to be like a sports announcer but uh you know I, I know i know it's a pipe dream but you know that's just like people say like you got a vo- you got a pretty cool voice like you you could do some you know sports you know you know like at the baseball games when um you know like the guy sits up there yeah no I that'd even, be a great I'm job not ta- i'm not even talking about tv i'm just talking about at the stadium you know it's like yeah Number 34, you know, Ricky <laughs> Hernandez, next up to bat, you know, like, everybody cheer, you know, that kind of stuff. You'd be good. I, mean, I like your voice. Uh, yeah, you're sweet, you know, and I appreciate it, and I feel like I ruined your show. So no, 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 you haven't. Actually, we um we have our first caller of the night. Um, joining us on the phone is Cameron, who says he has a, a question for us. Hello? Hey, Cameron. Hi, uh, if you're a little quiet, uh, but I can hear you. Okay. Do you have a question for my um, for my guest, Noah the Boa? Well, uh, it was more directly towards Brandy, but I guess uh, I could talk to Noah, I mean, since Brandy's not here anymore. Um, but yeah, I was wondering about, with the, the whole film documentary, like, what was your plan to release it? And, like, do you still, you know, if you still have the footage, is there any plan to release the footage at all great question thanks so much um yeah well randy had a lot of randy was going to take the reins as far as like how to release it and you know like he was kind of the the mouth the the you know uh he was going to get in touch with festivals the problem is you know we do have some footage but a lot of a lot of what we have mostly is polaroids and um some audio tape um there, there was, there was video taken, but what, what, what we, what we started with was a Polaroid camera and a, and a tape recorder, because we went down. We wanted to plot out like, I know it's a documentary, and it, and it was, but we wanted to, to do some scout some locations and go to some different places, and see what Randy looked like, and like, you know, hear some, like hear the acoustics of different places. So we got a lot of Polaroid pictures, and we got some audio tape. And then once we started shooting, see, you know, I needed that money <laughs> for a lot of the equipment. And then uh, once I got that money and we got the equipment, then things went bad pretty fast because uh, uh, I just, you know, as I said, I, I forged some signatures, and um, people were on to me pretty quick. And then the whole thing fell apart. Luckily, now I know that... The equipment got seized, but all the tapes I still have. That's so great. I'd love to get, I mean, I'd love to get those for you. I could I could send some, like, pre-addressed stamped envelopes or something to you. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I'd, I'd love to get them to you, um, but they, they're in storage space okay. um, in Maryland. And, uh, you know, I... Are you, like, I'm, a big documentary fan? Like, um... You know, I just, I love the idea that 
that you guys as a group of friends took it upon yourself to document this creative character. You know, I love to tell the stories of my friends and I really, I, I'm so much more likely to book a friend for my show than someone who wrote a book or something. And I love the idea that you were taking your own skills as a storyteller and bringing it back to your own community. I think that's really beautiful. Oh, hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I never really thought about it that much. I just, Randy said it'd be a cool way to get girls. And at the time, you know, that like that really hit home with me. Now, thinking back, it's like, man, you're a dummy. You know, um, uh, how dumb can you be, you know, but like we live and learn, right? You know, but I, I think, um, I like, I like movies. Yeah. Just some, you know? what are your, like, what are your favorite movies? Well, like I said before, I like, um, I like Hal Needham, who was, uh, he was a uh, stuntman and then he was a director yeah. and also he's a writer and an actor, but, um, he, uh, he directed like, um, that movie Hooper. With Burt Reynolds played a stuntman. And that's how you named your adorable Chihuahua. I love I love the photo. Like, well, Chihuahua Mutt. I love the photos of him. Yeah. Oh, man, he's the best. He's my <laughs> only friend, you know? Yeah. I, I've got, I got real lucky because I... He looks so he, mean. <laughs> it's really cute. He looks mean? Yeah, he looks really mean. <laughs> oh, no, man. He's, I mean, he, he's mean. He's like Randy. Like, if you poke him, like, he can be really mean, but, like, He's not, he's not mean with me. Like, he's cool, you know? He's like, um, he's kind of like that, the Jan Michael Vincent character in Hooper, you uh-huh. know, when I first met him, like, he'd strut around and stuff, but, um, he was a stray living outside of the residence center where I was staying, and, uh, one day I said, man, uh, can I take this dog in? And they were like, no, we, we don't, we can't have dogs here, and so I, I just, I just kept feeding him and stuff, and then, uh. I built like a little home, a lean-to outside for him, and and then, uh, you know, that's where he stays now. But he's still Aww. my dog, you know. I yeah. mean, he's my best friend. Oh. I get, I get that. Like, I feel like my dog's my best friend too. What's um, your dog's name? She's Mabel. She's really cute. Mabel. Mabel. I like, I like dogs with old, old people names. Oh, that's that's yeah. cool. That I had, um, I, I knew a woman named Mabel who, uh, she. I had a boarding a boarding house mm-hmm. um, when I was doing some uh, work around, and uh, I would do some maintenance. And she she had uh, she let people stay in her house. And then one time she served this ham. Um, uh-huh. and she made a ham a soup with this ham bone, and there was uh, some maggots in it. And uh, oh god! Yeah, it was it was bad news. She she was a nice lady, man. But you know, when you get past a certain age, man, I don't think you should be cooking. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, since since we have this, since Randy gave up on the show and totally um, ditched us tonight, um, what else should we know about him that he would never tell me? That like hasn't that I don't know about him already. Like I, he told me once that he was well. Okay, so we we kind of got into the fact that he was married twice. He refuses to talk about either of his ex wives. Um, I'm trying to think about what else I've been wondering about his backstory. Um, well, uh, he was married twice. Um, now, our buddy Shane, he tell you about our buddy Shane, who was part of the Big Pecker Trio, right? Um, I don't think, I don't know much about Shane. He's not on Shane Facebook. Lewis, Shane Lewis, he, he, uh, he hung out with us when we worked at Polk Office Supply, but he was, he didn't work there. He worked next door. 
at a Little Caesars. It's a uh, pizzeria uh, joint. Okay. And um, and uh, so I think anyway, those are everywhere, yeah. But Shane's been keeping tabs on Randy, and he get he'll get in touch with me. And um, he told me that Randy's second wife um, was a big gold gold digger, and that okay. she robbed Randy of like most of his life savings. I don't know if this is true or not, but. Uh, I mean, he seems to still, I mean, he still has a nice place, and, you know, he's Have doing... you been to his place? No, but, um, but he's told me about it. I know, he, I mean, he's able to afford these, like, he has these, like, rare frogs. <laughs> he has a lot of, like, rare albino frogs in his place. Listen, man, let me tell yeah. you, let me, I, look, I, unless you've seen anything that Randy has, I, I, I would be, I would just, I would just be... Slightly, you know what he told me once. He told me that he has posters that no one else has, and like I think about that all the time. Like, what would be a poster that no one else has? Because the nature of a poster means it was printed. You know. Yeah, you know, but you you know you can print your own posters these days. I mean, maybe, but what would what poster would I don't even know what it's maybe it's Eastern European or something. He was nearly. (laughs) He was. uh, he was arrested. Remember when he was almost arrested? Now let me know. I ain't, I don't want bad mouthing, but like there, he was. Um, there was a public library. Oh man. Oh god. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say this. Really? Like, I want to know so bad though. <laughs> he he googled. I don't even know if it was Google back then, but you know what Google is. Yeah. You know, when you search on the computer for something. Right. Probably like ask Jeeves if it was back in the day. <laughs> it was probably yeah. what. I don't know. Ask Jeeves. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so he yeah, was... yeah. Or like um, one of those, yeah, <laughs> whatever. You remember that? Yeah, um, they're still around. He, uh, he put in uh, Harry plus genitals plus teenager. Oh, my God. No. A, no. At, at a public library. I am so and, not surprised by this. Like, nothing about this is uh, surprising to me. And, and uh, Oh, my God. They, he's calling. Oh, I'm gonna put well, him on hold. Let me just say he did that more than once. Okay, I Nick, uh, my wonderful call screener Nick the Bard says Randy is on line one. Welcome back to the show, Randy. Oh, you know you're a little girl, just make big stinky, right? You know, just make make big mess. Is that just throwing your stuff around? Are you happy now? Listen, it's real simple. I love, I live the life, I, lo- I live the life I love, and I love the life I live. All right. And for you to have done this is outrageous. Done what? It was a we surprise him for on the you. Show he's nuts. This was a surprise for you. Hey, I'm still on the show. <laughs> yeah, he's well, still here. You, so he's on the show, and then you kick me off the show. You hung up on us. I'm a gunslinger, yo. I'll come after you, Noah. Noah the Bullet. You know how he got that name? He, um, he came up with it himself. He said he had a big old snake between his legs. More like a garden snake. I've seen that snake. It, it ain't God, big. Guys, this is not okay. I really got to wrap up the show. Hey, yeah. listen, you, hey, I'm not the Please one peeping nice. in people's windows. You know what? I didn't want to say it. I'm going to say it now. I got my own podcast, and it, it's not coming through yet. It's going to, and you can go uh, do what you got to do. I'm going up against you. Forget it. I'll, I'll go on and do what I need to do. Goodbye. Hey, no, I'll see you in your, in your dreams, buddy. Yeah, I hope so, because I... Okay, um, he hung up again. Oh, no, my gosh. Guy. That guy. Well, 
Well, maybe we could talk again sometime. I'd love that. You're the best. You're such a nice guy. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. And it was my pleasure, Andrea. I'm sorry if things got whacked out, but you know. Not your fault. <laughs> it's that All crazy right. guy, Randy. Take care okay. of you, okay? Wait. Take care of you. Be good. Bye. Okay. See you later. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, and online at WFMU.org. Stay tuned for Dave Emery, our favorite anti-fascist. Side one, uh, for the record, program number 782, titled All's Well, That's Orwell, Part 2, The Ministry of Truth and the Ukrainian Crisis, Part 2, subtitled Schmemann Uber Alles. This has been recorded on March 16th of the year 2014. We're going to take up once again our coverage uh, of what is going on in the Ukraine, and in this case, not only what is going on in the Ukraine, but the coverage, the nature of American journalistic coverage of what is going on in the Ukraine. Uh, in the description for this show, and there are always article-length, rigorously annotated and excerpted descriptions for each For the Record program in the For the Record category on the front page of the SpitfireList.com website. And uh, I will link to an article and, and excerpt some text from a, a relatively famous new uh, Rolling Stone magazine article from September of 1977. It was authored by Carl Bernstein of uh, Watergate fame, Watergate coverage fame, and it is about the CIA's role with major American media, and uh, in particular the New York Times, or the Grey Lady, as it is known. The New York Times is by far and away America's best daily newspaper. It is also, however, the CIA's number one propaganda asset. It was the New York Times, for example, that published the untenable Warren Report and continues to defend it to this day. Uh, again, the Times is our best paper and worth reading, but boy, oh boy, do you have to handicap it. it, it it's like playing baseball. When you step up to the plate with the New York Times on the mound, you want to make very sure which way the ball is curving and which way it's going to break, because <laughs> otherwise uh, they will pitch you a curve and uh, you will go down Swinging, and uh, that has happened a great deal. Uh, in For the Record 781, we took a look at uh, large excerpts of a chapter uh, from a book titled The Return, uh, the book actually was titled Analyzing Fascist Discourse European Fascism in Talk and Text. It was edited by Ruth Wodak, W O D A K, and John E. Richardson, uh, published by Rutledge. R-O-U-T-L-E-D-G-E, in 2013. And there was a very valuable chapter in that book by Professor Per, P-E-R, Anders, A-N-D-E-R-S, Rudling, R-U-D-L-I-N-G, of Lund 
University in Sweden. That's spelled L-U-N-D. That chapter is titled, The Return of the Ukrainian Far Right, The Case of Vio Svoboda. And it is about the Svoboda Party. That is a Ukrainian fascist political party that is a direct heir to the OUNB of Stefan Bandera, a Third Reich ally. Svoboda is very explicit about being a descendant of and an ideological compatriot of the Banderites, and Svoboda is explicitly fascist and extremist, although they go to considerable length to make themselves out to be more mainstream and more moderate. In fact, as we looked at uh, in the program last week, it will be difficult to exaggerate how fascistic, uh, how bigoted, and how extreme uh, Svoboda really is. They glorify street fighting. They are doctrinaire. Uh, doc- I was going to say doctrinaire anti-Semites and anti-Russians, but also anti-Pole, anti-Asiatic, uh, as they call them, and anti-just about everybody. And uh, they, uh, their top ideologist, the ideological mentor uh, for Oleg Tiyanabuk, the leader of the party is a guy named Mikhail Shisen, and Mikhail Shisen is about as right as it gets. He Now, he couldn't be called a Holocaust denier or Holocaust revisionist. He is a Holocaust celebrant. He thinks it was one of the best things that ever happened, and that it should be repeated. Uh, when Viktor Yushchenko came to power in the Ukraine as a result of the so-called Orange Revolution, uh, we have looked at the fact that uh, his wife was a woman named Ikat, the former Ekaterina Chumachenko. She had been not only Ronald Reagan's deputy director of public liaison, but also had been uh, one of the top people in the top OUNB front organization in the U.S., the UCCA. Under Yushchenko, what was literally an Orwellian Ministry of Truth, that is, as in 1984 by George Orwell, uh, the Institute for National Memory was set up, and former KGB archivists, now under the auspices of SBU, that was the uh, Ukrainian, the new Ukrainian intelligence service, began systematically rewriting and revising uh, Ukrainian history and stood it on its head. Uh, the top official in charge with doing that was a guy named Volodymyr uh, Vyalachisin. Oh, no, wait a minute, that's, uh, uh, it was uh, somebody else. Uh, can you put possibly? Volodymyr Vyatrovich, I may be mispronouncing that, and many of these other Ukrainian names. He was not only uh, the head of this revisionist project under Yushchenko, but also uh, the head of a top OUNB front organization in the Ukraine. And under uh, 